yes, let's give the testimonies and give glory to God. Who would like to go first? Praise the Lord, brothers. Christina here. Yeah, Christina. Thank Praise you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this anointed group. And uh, Brother Savio's reflection on Mary's sword-pierced heart was very touching this week. Thank you, Brother. And Brother Russell's morning in tongues on what authority has God given the believer and why deliverance doesn't always work has been so insightful. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Brother. Thank you, Jesus. And I'd like to praise and thank Almighty God for his right hand over me, for protecting me from a car accident and keeping my family and I safe from COVID. Thank you, Jesus. And a feedback about the person that I ministered to last week on the fear of COVID. And yes. I asked him to read Daniel chapter 3 on the young men remaining steadfast in their faith in God. Even mm -hmm. when they were put into the fiery furnace, he's so much more peaceful and joyous. And uh, praise the Lord, he said, the friend with symptoms that we prayed for is COVID-free. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And there was also a young married couple with COVID that I first rebuked the symptoms and its cause out of them in Jesus' name. And I cast it into the lake of fire and of sulfur never to return. And then I covered them in the precious blood of Jesus and asked them to repeat the our spiritual declarations as often as possible and praise the lord thank you jesus they were symptom free after two days thank you holy spirit praise the lord thank you jesus thank you sister god bless you and your ministry brother vivek yes, uh, this is maria yeah my good i just want to thank god for another blessed week for his grace, for his mercy, for his forgiveness, his protection, his guidance, his peace, and for his unfailing love. And above all, just being my savior. I'm so grateful because even though I deserve nothing, he's always given me everything. He even talks to me through his word. Maybe, sure. the, maybe the Sunday homily, the daily gospel, reading or even the morning encounter or the reflections i've always had a message for my for all my questions and he guides me to an open path out of my trials and tribulations i thank him with a grateful heart for making me ever new and for teaching me to be like him. I strongly believe, brothers and sisters, today it's only the word of God that can be power, that we can be powered by his grace to fight unwanted, unwanted thoughts, words, and our actions, and free us from our limited knowledge that keeps us in bondage of weakness and fear. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Praise the, praise the Lord, Brother Vivek. Absolutely. Thank you, Marina, for that wonderful testimony. Newton, just one important yes. thing she said is, uh, remember the word of God has got the power to do everything. The name of Jesus is so powerful. Marina, if you use it with authority, you are a believer. Every situation will turn in your favor. 
this is god's promise not my promise if you speak it it will happen and i just thank and praise god that you gave that testimony thank you jesus yeah newton go ahead so the vivek i want to share two three testimonies small one not big yeah yeah okay. it doesn't matter just keep on yeah. give glory it to was, god i yes, i urge everyone to share thank you so much thank you go ahead brother it was on wednesday uh, i get up in the morning at 4:30 and i join the prayer in tongues with the prayer group and my neighbors were the side of my house the neighbors they have i hook i could hear a big fight taking place in the house they were screaming and shouting so loudly that they themselves closed their windows because the sound should not go out and then the sound became slow and finally the prayer started i put my earphones to hear to pray in tongues instead of hearing the people on the group praying in tongues i could hear the neighbors screaming and yelling and shouting and abusing in my earphone it was looking like that my earphone was connected to their house so i said how this is happening how can i can't i hear my people praying then i can hear usually those things happening over here suddenly when i and second thing in the morning when i got up i had a very bad back pain my body was paining i was feeling very uneasy i said chalo now we'll do something let me rebuke this in the name of jesus my neighbors as they were fighting i said lord the same thing was happening in my house once upon a time we i used to fight in my house and today lord you have brought peace in my house not the peace what the world gives but the peace that you gave after resurrection lord you said peace be with you and yes. everywhere in your word lord the after your resurrection you again again said peace be with you lord i want that peace to be in that next door family who is fighting and i stood firm i said father in the name of jesus lord your word says i give authority to cast out demons in my name and lord the authority i have in me right now in jesus name i command the spirit in my neighbor's house the spirit of disharmony disunity get out right now in the name of jesus and go and leave that family that lady who was shouting in the house she screamed so loudly and i could hear a bang on their door and there was a pin drop silence in the house till today there is a silence in the house no fight and i pray it is forever so i want to thank god ask lord why did i heard the lady screaming he said the spirit that was on that lady has left her with a loud loud shout and the door that you heard banging it left her house and went at the feet of jesus and second thing i was very surprised to see that my entire body pain went i did not pray for myself my body pain my back pain was totally out of my body i was totally fresh and fully fine i stood i jumped and i said no pain my body i said lord i receive the healing he said yes i prayed for them i received the healing from the lord i praise and thank god for this and second thing brother my prayer group has asked me to share a word of god on thursday and finally i have after praying to the holy spirit the holy spirit led me to take a topic of thanking god through difficult times and as i was preparing the word the scripture that i got from psalms 92 verse 1 to 2 it is like this it is good to give thanks to the lord to sing praises to your name o most i proclaim your love in the morning to declare your faithfulness at night and as i read the scripture i did there was a swelling in my knee for past one week i couldn't bend i couldn't sit i couldn't walk and that pain was irritating me so much i didn't go to the doctor i just believe the lord is going to 
heal me and i couldn't climb in my bus also to go to school and i used to get irritated at home with my family because of unbearable pain and i was preparing the word of this thanksgiving difficult times i said lord i thank you for this swelling in my knees instantly i could feel there were arrows poking in my leg and the pain left my leg total pain went out there was swelling also got dissolved and my knees my leg was all fine i was surprised to see as i was preparing the word i received a mighty healing in my leg knee swelling so i praise god for this for his word that i spoke his word and it bears fruit in so powerful abundance i thank and praise jesus for this thank you father oh, thank you jesus praise god thank you to the fantastic thank you jesus praise god <clears throat> thank you jesus yes this is testimony time you have to open your mouth and speak and thank god uh, even if you say thank you jesus do it thank you lord yes go ahead brother last week i fell sick with covid and i felt very uneasy and unwell it was a very difficult for me to do it was very difficult for me to do my studies at home and because of that i fell behind in my classes but when i was at home every day i would say i am the body of christ and satan sickness sin disease you have no power and no place in me and soon enough i tested negative and i was able to go to, i was able to go back to school thank you jesus praise you jesus amen thank you jesus thank you jesus amen uh, brother this is any i just like to yeah, say that um they the the holy Uh, just like the other testimony that the our other brother gave, but the, there were times when we were doing some of our morning session encounters, and there was the neighbors and stuff. I heard my even the neighbors were shouting and screaming and stuff like that. Uh, it, I, I tried that. Uh, I I said a prayer, you know, Lord, uh, it is your. I said a I said a prayer. It was just in um, in my way. I said, I, I know your your word says you know you can ask anything in my name, and I will do it. In John fourteen fourteen, and um, and to the to give peace upon uh, the neighbors and and, and stop them from uh, uh, shouting and and the and the, the family um, arguing distress. And yeah, it, it did happen after. the about 15 minutes into our prayer uh, in our morning prayer encounter it's it i noticed um th there was a, a quietness i just came to so sort of, uh, i was as i was listening to the i tried to listen to our, our the morning encounters i i somehow noticed that there was no no uh, more um noise coming from the neighbors and i just thank the lord that uh that i believe that he, he has heard and answered uh my prayers but even so sometimes i just like it happened uh again in some other situations but i i did i was just also like focusing on um, the morning encounters and stuff like that and i didn't bother to pray uh for them so and, and it's sort of like continued so i sort of like yes. got a sort of like insight that uh, it's very important that uh, that you uh, that 
that the Holy Spirit is always there, ready to tell you to do something. And it, it's always then it works. So, you know, I sort of like observe that, those kind of insights. Um, at time, and I also like to thank the Holy Spirit that is always there. Like when I lose something, I say, Holy Spirit, can you help me find it? Stuff like that. No, it does. Even at work, at a common place. Um, even in my conversation, sometimes with people when they say he's got the COVID now and stuff like that, I just say, you know, he is healthy, he's strong, and he will be back from this thing. He will recover. And, uh, and the employees is already back from the, at work, ready to go again. So, yeah, there's many instances that he's, he's, he's encompass, he's, he encompasses us and tells us what to do all the time when you um, let him. And I also like to thank our brother Russell's um, teachings for today, knowing your like identity in Christ and, and and who he is as well. It's very, very important. So it's got a kind of like a foundation when people blaspheme his scoffers, like you don't get down, like uh, the God has not given you a spirit of intimidity, but a power love and sound mind. So you sort of like don't get down. Uh, uh, anxious and fear and and do not know your place in what to send this conversation so um he's always giving you feedback the uh, holy spirit always gives you feedback to what to say and stuff like that and they they can change their minds and stuff like that and be much more friendly in their responses so yeah it's always working and i'm always keep that keep that i think the lord just for the glory and praise of this group always giving me um much peace and glory in his word and stuff. I always stick to it, no matter what. I trust the Lord that I have not been in my understanding. And I'm trusting the Lord for everything. For the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. And it's always will be. It always is. And I can't do without him. I'm always a sinner. My thoughts and stuff. And I always have to uh, confess to him always that uh, he knows our thoughts and stuff. And I, I submit myself to God and, not, and resist the devil. Always. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Yeah, who would like to go next and give glory to God? Yes, Brother Nasia here. Yeah, Nasia. <clears throat> I just want to praise and thank God for all the blessings that he has showered upon me and my family. Yes. For being with us always in the most difficult times that we really needed him. And uh, there were times, brother, when uh, in the past uh, few days, nearly a month, I used to feel very low, very uh, disappointed, dejected, pressure at work, pressure at home. 
and there were times when I would like to sit lonely and you know just ponder and think over. And when I used to sit lonely, I used to recall a scripture. A scripture would come to my mind, and I would uh, meditate on that uh, scripture and uh, chew that scripture in my mind. It's very difficult for me to attend Brother Russell's uh, sessions morning encounter with the Lord because it's midnight here in India. But uh, next morning when I would listen to the session, I felt that uh, some of the scriptures that I would recall during my loneliness were then taken over by Brother Russell next morning. And he would yes. explain those scriptures in depth. And I felt somewhere that the Holy Spirit was telling me something. Probably I think Holy Spirit wanted me to attend the sessions in the morning. Yes. So one night I just spoke to myself. I think I said, I think I should attend the scriptures live on Zoom. And uh, the previous night I just spoke to myself, let me attend one session. And though it's midnight, 2.30, and I wake up early morning to get back to school, it's really difficult for me to attend the sessions. But uh, one day when I attended the session, I, as uh, Brother Russell was uh, speaking, this, uh, explaining the scriptures, I uh, felt a, a close intimacy with God. And then uh, during praying in tongues, I used to raise my hands and sit, keep my palms open and sit. And then I felt some warmth in my palms. And you won't believe, brother, this was, you know, uh, one month prior, because, and it was winter then in India. I used to cover myself and sit, and suddenly I would remove the blanket because I used to feel very hot during this time, though it was cold here. Mm. And then uh, I used to feel this presence, this heat coming in me. And I used to just wonder why. But I used to attend this uh, session with the brother Russell. But though I find it difficult now for the past few days, I have not attended because uh, with the SSC and HSC exams coming up, it's really difficult for me and uh, I don't want to miss on that sleep. So I attend this, uh, probably very shortly, I'll try to attend the sessions again. Secondly, I also want to thank God, which this testimony has been awaited long time ago. My son has been blessed with a job. Though it's not the field that he was looking, he was pas is, uh, passionate about automobiles since he's done his automobile engineering. He's got a job which is not uh, related to his field, but he's happy. And I thank God because there are many people who are without job and my son has been blessed with this job. Yes, and I know somewhere down the line, yes. there's an opening for him. There's an opening waiting for him in his field that he's passionate about. And I thank God. I know I can visualize and I thank God that there's already a job waiting for him because uh, brother, you know, this uh, scripture, I think um, Ezekiel 37, where mm. you speak to the bones. So, yes. you know, what I do is I take the scripture and instead of the bones, I see cars, the junk cars yes. that are there. And then I put life into those cars that, yes, you know, that the engine, the upholstery is done, the wheels are done and the, the steering wheel is done. And I know my son is working. And I know somewhere there's a job waiting for him with the cars. And yes. he's going to work on this junk cars and definitely he's going to do well. And I thank God for all this. Go. Thank you, go. brother. Thank you. Go. And go. I want to thank Brother Russell. I want to thank bro right. Brother Russell and yes. Sister Shannon also for the morning encounter. Brother Russell, if you are there, I want to thank you for this morning space in tongues. It has thank really you. helped me a lot, yes. especially when I feel that warmth. Thank you, thank you so thank much. You. And I thank Jesus and I thank Abba Father and Mama Mary for all this, for all the graces that I'm showered with. 
thank sure. you thank you very much thank you brisbane prayer group thank you nasir thank you for the testimony praise god people who are being blessed with the morning encounters please ensure that you can attend live it's beautiful also share this with others as brother asal always says to share it with others so people's lives are blessed and this is 365 days so we do it every day we pray daily also the rosary team does rosary daily so please join the rosary as well uh you can listen to it on youtube as well so praise god yes would like to go next and give glory to god hallelujah brother uh, yes i i want to just glorify the lord for the love that he shows me every day for protection for provision for angelic help and uh, last two saturday and sunday we had our retreat in our own parish and uh, that was like as though jesus is telling that he loves me and last friday mummy had given me a packet of uh, our garden uh, bananas so we were having that so sunday morning before going to church uh, and we had the retreat also uh, immediately after mass so i ate one and i gave one to my son and alan did not want it so something i felt the lord uh, the, the inspired i was inspired to take it along to the church and i was seeing uh, one of my friend demen her younger daughter so as i was seeing that i i thought i'll carry it so i carried it in my purse it it sounds very strange to carry one banana in the purse but uh, when i went for mass demen my friend was sitting right in front of me on the second pew ahead of me and uh, i saw her get up and go out then she came in and again after a while she again got up and went out and this time uh, this caught my attention and uh, i was uh, getting a little uh, uneasy that she had not yet returned and i was thinking my son it uh, was sitting behind i was thinking why alan is not coming and sitting over here because we had taken mummy along and mummy is 82 and i don't usually leave her like that around so and the lord graciously showed me one angel standing next to my mummy so putting the two together i knew that the lord is taking care of mummy and i had to minister to demen my friend so after the sermon was over in the middle of the mass i got up i i, I went to demen's daughter and i asked if everything is okay she said no mummy is unwell so i just came back to mummy i said mummy i'll be back in a few minutes i took my purse i went out and i just uh, the lord used me to minister to her to comfort her and uh, she had that plantain praise the lord and uh, she felt better though she had taken medicine in the morning so after that uh, plantain and i just told her see how much the lord loves you and he uses these little ways to show his love for us and we are never le left alone he's always with us and he knows our every need he, he he knows everything about us so that that uh, love which god showed the lord showed for my friend that also i was also touched and she was also touched then we came back and i glorify the lord for these little little ways in which he shows his love for me and for those around me thank you jesus thank though you, i am not yet perfect yes though i am not yet perfect in loving others i am i still need uh, have a long way to go in agape love so i thank the lord so he so merciful to me thank you jesus thank you jesus thank, thank you, you thank you for acknowledging it's very important that we acknowledge that <clears throat> we are an we are a work in progress we all students working on what god is teaching us and the holy spirit is our teacher and our comforter daily so thank you jesus for that wonderful testimony 
I also like to thank and praise God for putting a hijab protection on the Brisbane Prayer Group, the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group, and for all the prayer requests that are being made on the WhatsApp group. We pray in a special way, in agreement right now, in the name of in Matthew eighteen nineteen, that whatever was asked and whatever is asked and whatever people's desires of your heart is right now, we pray, Lord, that whenever two of us agree in anything in the name of Jesus, shall be done. So whatever is agreed on on the prayer group for whatever needs are being met up. On the Telegram group, for all the people who are praying, or people who will be listening to this uh, testimony session, whatever your heart's desire is, I pray in agreement in the name of Jesus, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray that every every intention of their heart be met. Yes, Lord, because your word says the two of us agree in one spirit, it shall be done by my Father. And I know you have heard the prayer, and the prayer is answered, and we'll have testimonies giving glory to God. In Jesus' name, we make this prayer. Amen. I also put the precious blood of Jesus upon each of the prayer group members and their families, so that they don't stray away, but come every week, attend all the sessions, be a part of the prayer group, invite others to the Telegram group, and we pray as a family and also for the people who are prayer partners and intercessors so for their ministry as well to keep on praying for them and their families to be blessed, and each and every member of the prayer group and their families to be saved. And for them to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of them, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, who's next? That is Karen. How are you? Yes. Um, I would like to give thanks to God for Yes, Lord, anyone else would like to share what the Lord is doing for them in their life? How is the word of God changing your life? Is this prayer group helping you? Is the daily reflections helping you? Is there something touching your life? Are you here for something? Are you praying for something? Is there something that is working in your life? Can you please thank the Lord for something? Uh, Brother Vivek, my name is Sylvia. I'm from Kuwait. Yes. Uh, I really want to thank and glorify my Lord for giving me the strength and the faith repeatedly on every situation I face through in life. Yes. Um, uh, last week, um, I came to Kuwait in 2010 and 12. I started my business. 
When I started my business, I was faced with the fake cases on criminal charges from my ex-boss and spy. And since 2012 to 2022, he must have put umpteen number of cases for harassing. But I never had a little fear inside me at all. I knew only one thing. If you have a right standing with God, you shall not fear. And so I was perfectly at peace. And I always had some 118.6. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? So I always and every day I say this to myself. And my husband is to get panic court cases you know, because we, I, I'm an Indian and living in Kuwait and Kuwait laws are very different. They don't have mercy. So he was to always panic, courts, dates, lawyers. And I was absolutely at peace. I used to tell him he relaxed because Isaiah 41.10 says, do not fear for our Lord is with us when God will strengthen us. And he will uphold us. So I never visited a lawyer. I never went into a court. I said, let it go proceedings as it goes. So God's glory, because I trusted in my Holy Spirit. And I always said that the Holy Spirit is the advocate. And I said in the Bible that he will teach us things and remind us of everything. I had no documentary evidence. I had no papers. I had nothing. I was completely blank because I had resigned from my job. So I've not taken anything to prove myself where I stand. And uh, it's almost like after two years, he puts a case on me. So I don't have anything. And I'm relocated from Dubai. I've left everything. I'm relocated into Kuwait. So I don't have anything. I just trusted in my God. And the criminal case which he put got closed automatically as a fake case because there were no documentary evidence to prove my uh, guilt. And then he mm -hmm. appealed again the case in a civil court and uh, it went on. This happened for 10 years and I was absolutely cool. And 10 years, uh, probably in my home, there was a little bit of disturbance, but I didn't have at all. Last week, the judgment was on 14th. And uh, I was least uh, looking at it. And uh, on 14th evening, I get a message that even this civil court, which he had applied, is also closed. So I give all oh. glory to God that even though he put six cases on me, all got closed. I've never visited the court. I've never talked to the lawyer. I only had John 14, 26, the advocate, the Holy Spirit. I believe Jeremiah 29, 11, for my God knows the plans he has for me, plans to prosper and not to harm me. I was holding on to the promises of my God. And with strong faith, I was not at all fearful. And another glory to God, uh, I needed the clearance paper so I can travel out of the country. And I don't want any problems at the airport still. And um, my husband said, it's impossible to get it so quickly. And he checked with the lawyers. And lawyer was saying, like, no, you have to put a paper. Then you sign it. Then you have a lot of proceedings. I told him there is power in the name of Jesus. My husband is a non-Catholic, but as you all know, he believes in Jesus. And I told him, do not rely on your lawyers. Do not see what they are showing you. Go directly to the court. And it was at 12. Court closes on a Thursday, like by 12, 12.30. I said, see, we already time. I know by the time you reach the court, maybe it will be closing time. But you go direct to get my clearance paper. He said, to be honest, Sylvia, I don't think we will get the clearance paper today. I said, nothing is impossible for Jesus. So still, because I said, and he knows that if I take the name of Jesus, the work should be done because that's the faith we hold. And he went to the court 
half-heartedly because uh, he's still not completely with me in the word. So he went to the court and he met somebody over there who said, uh, I mean, what is he here for? And he said this. They said, see, the cash counter is closed. We have closed office. But if you're ready to pay the cash for the receipt, we will give it to you right away. And he just said, my God, I, I, he himself being a Muslim, he says, I believe and I know that there is power in the name of Jesus. I just took his name and the work is done. We got the clearance certificate on hand and no more cases on me. All victory to him. I have no clue how it closed, but miraculously, everything is sorted out. All glory to God. All glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. What a powerful Praise day. you, Jesus. Amen. That's power in the name of Jesus. Always. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Yes, who will go next? Thank you, Lord. Who like to testify and give glory to God? Thank you, Jesus. Come on. There's someone who would like to talk and thank God for something in your life. Vivek Shaneen here. I'd just like to, to praise and thank the Lord for all the graces and blessings this week, for the prayer group, everyone's ministry, the reflections by Brother Savio are just amazing. And Brother Russell for his ministry every day and for Janella's and her whole team of people for the Rosary and Divine Mercy. I give glory to God for that because it all takes commitment and I'd like to praise and thank the Lord for everyone in this whole group because there's also a lot of prayer warriors. When people put up prayer requests, there's a lot of prayer warriors. So I praise and thank the Lord for that. We give him glory for every breath we take. Yes, Amen. Sir. Amen. And thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Shani. God bless you and your ministry of praise and worship as well. Thank you, Jesus. Hello, brother. This is Jane here, brother. Yeah, Jane, go ahead. Uh, I want to thank the Lord for the week gone by, for all his blessings, for all the destiny helpers he sent has sent me, and for all the uh, for the guidance, for all the teachings. Last week's teachings, I can say every teaching is revealing something different. I yes. can, to me, it is like I can say there are one is a different kind of vitamins we need for a body. Yes, one sir. one gives vitamin C, one gives vitamin D, one gives vitamin E, and yes. <laughs> I think which is needed for all the books. I can say all are needed. Without one, we cannot. Without one, also we can't live. As each one gives for each cent. The today, the example for morning encounters today, morning encounters. It was really I work now. Yes. So to go to go back and uh, to analyze why, even though we are delivered, we are not fully whole. Why? So each uh, each 
puts up and a uh, question to us it's a recent yes proceed so i think uh, the results of the teaching on what is prayer it was it was really a life changing for me brother what i yes. uh, he put the points for he gave the reasons for an answer press 10 reasons he then the reasons he gave what i did was i took up i took up the notes with me to I'll go i'll go for church for daily mass and i would sit in the adoration chapel uh, for some time so i took the notes with me and each day i took up two points and uh, all the verses and i just uh, read the verse and i have said if this is a reason for my answered prayer whether i asked the holy spirit whether this was a reason for my answered prayer it, it was the, whether it is blocking me something uh, just ask the holy spirit to reveal it to me and after that i can say it was something different he started revealing me revealing to me many things and i thank the holy spirit for guiding me for revealing me many things when yeah. i look back see of all things that i've lost that nothing matters to what i have the treasure i have got yes. nothing matters what the treasure i have got i have i have lost everything just to get this treasure yes. and this is more precious than everything when you look back and see what i have lost does it matter anything yes praise god in that is so nice to hear that beautiful thank you jesus and rosary rosary gives us strength the intercession we do and uh, the praise and worship so i can say everything is important everything is needed for us yes even the reflections by brother savio are very good yes the reflections so everything is strengthening me to move forward the anointing each session gives me and thank you thank you brother it is just why it is a near one year i have joined this group brother last me last march i joined this one year like i can say how do you uh, how do you your life after one year of joining the group i can say brother i can say the whole house is blessed brother not only me because of me my whole house is blessed that's peace this wow. peace that surpasses all understanding wow praise god yes brother when Please i can share. say please share our prayer group with other people so that someone else's life can be blessed you know because just because of you someone will join look you have to invite others because just like you and i were saved by someone else we need to invite others and you know get their life uh, you know even if you add them to the group i'm sure something good will happen to their life at least i just want to thank lord for brother for the moment you said you you said i can just uh, recall the words you said me when i spoke to you i didn't speak to you much about my situation but i went when only when i said that you said why don't you start writing notes you said brother i just uh, that that, uh, that word just recalled me like when i recall that word i just it gives me goosebumps that is you said don't you just start writing notes and writing. you can yes brother i want to thank the lord for the revelation it gave through you and the strength he is giving me to do it and uh, every week i can say uh, i am advancing only he is teaching yes. me more more things it's a special anointing okay jen so always you tell me why other people can't do it many people can't do other things there are ministries that people are given okay i couldn't do the way someone can intercede but someone can intercede because that's their ministry someone's ministry is only to sow the seed in someone's life so that is their ministry someone is to just send a whatsapp message to somebody that is their ministry everyone has a ministry and that is what god has given us so we have to you know thank god and you are anointed jain so that is the anointing of the holy spirit so thank god that he is giving you such a wonderful talent and gift to write the whole notes and teach you 
So the Holy Spirit is teaching you. So all glory to God, you know. Praise God for that. Praise God, brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jane. Yeah, anyone else would like to thank God? Russell, are you there? On the... Yes, I'm here. Russell, any announcements you would like to make? There's just, um, yeah, just one announcement. Uh, we are running a face-to-face -face session in May. It will be, uh, be on the 14th of May. That's a Saturday. It will be a teaching on healing and deliverance. There might even be a deliverance session probably at the end. Uh, this would be run in a face-to-face -face setting at one of the venues in Brisbane. So all those that are living in Brisbane, we'll try to run it online as well. It will be a Saturday, Saturday morning, um, 8 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. I think it is. I'll confirm the time on the on the Telegram group as well. And we'll, we'll see if we can run it live through Zoom so that all those that are not in Brisbane might still be able to benefit from the teaching and the session as well. Yes. And all those that have not yet uh, subscribed to uh, or not yet joined our uh, Telegram group, please do so. I'll post the link in the chat group now and on, on YouTube, I'll post it in the chat as well. So you can click that link and join our Telegram group. Those that are not yet YouTube, not yet, not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, please go ahead and do that so that you can get notifications of every new uh, reflection and every new teaching that gets posted on that channel there as well. Brother Savio's reflections are posted daily on our Facebook page. So mm -hmm. I encourage you to please um, share those with others so that others in your groups will also be blessed. Yeah, praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Anything else? Uh, uh, yeah, for people to share it on other platforms we have. <coughs> can, yeah, they can share it to everyone else as well. So, yeah, so if you're being blessed by these teachings and Brother Russell's teachings in the morning or, you know, uh, the praying in tongues and all other, you know, all other sessions, even the word of God, please share it with other people. You know, take this, these are always clear, you know, you can always forward the teaching to someone and their lives can be blessed. Invite someone to the prayer group, even one person if you invite to the prayer group, just like your life is being blessed, someone else's life will be blessed because it can start through one person, as Jane said, because of how the family is blessed. So it is so important that we invite one person from the family to this prayer group and the family would be blessed. So be a blessing to someone else's life. That is always what we intend here at the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group, to be a blessing to someone else's life. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else would like to thank God or praise God for one, last, one or two last testimonies and then we can start. Hi, Brother Vivek. This is Jacinta here. Yeah, this is yeah, I just wanted to uh, give a few testimonies, actually, maybe a couple. And yeah, they've been, yeah I probably have uh, not had a chance to, I've been getting late from work and stuff, so I haven't been able to, you know, yeah, get yeah. testify there. But I think today's probably I've just reached in time. Uh, so since October, I've been 
I've been wanting to, uh, at my workplace, I've been talking to my manager to, you know, because my, uh, my responsibilities had changed and everything, my job description. So I was been, I've been wanting to tell, I've been telling them to, you know, have a look at my change on title or remuneration and stuff and all that. But then since October, this was happening in December, finally, uh, they, I mean, they thought that maybe, yes, you know, we could probably have a look at the job description and see what's the change and everything. And then they had a word with me. They wanted to uh, give me more responsibilities. I said, yeah, that's all fine. But, you know, you need to probably have a look at what the job description looks like and the, the title, the remuneration and everything. And they said, all right, we'll have a look at it and we'll come back to you. Since then, I was having this, I was giving Lord the vision of my contract, the remuneration that I wanted, the title that I wanted. And I kept thanking him for that. So in February again, then my manager uh, came back to me and said that, yeah, okay, now, you know, we have worked upon something and this is what I'm going to be proposing to the CEO for approval. And he said, I, you know, if I may, if I share the remuneration with you, but I can't, cannot really promise that that's what is going to be approved. So I said, that's all right. If you tell me what it is, at least I know that that's what you're trying for. And I was actually, I would say I was surprised because the vision that I had given was the salary that he told me. So it was really, really, I mean, it was really surprising. But then I tried and I told him that, okay, uh, you know, but then he got back to me saying that, although I know we've been trying this for a while, maybe even if we get an approval, it will only start in April because our promotion cycles are only in October and April. Uh, uh, so it will not happen probably before that. So I said, all right, at least see what you can do. And maybe if you can put in a word to start it in March rather than in April. He said, okay, I will, I will check how, how, we, how that happens. And then in March, beginning March, he did come back to me. My manager came back to me and said, all right, we've got approval for the remuneration that I was suggesting. I, we did get an approval, but what has happened is uh, because the approval cycle, uh, the promotion cycles are only in April and October, we cannot give you started from March. But, and I was like, oh, what, what is it now? What is he going to tell me? But he said that the CEO said that whatever difference you would have got in your remuneration for the month of March, he's going to add that to your total remuneration beginning from April. Wow, praise God. So, so it was really, really, I mean, I, I would like to thank God and praise God for this. Because I had one vision. He, of course, gave me more than what I had, uh, you know, vision, what my vision was. And I kept thanking him for that. So thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, thank for that. Sir. So that was my first uh, um, my yes, my sir. first testimony, which, of course, will be that the thing. Everything will start on 1st of April, so which is great. Uh, my second testimony would be, uh, you know, during the floods, when we just had floods in Queensland, I had a um, company conference that was happening in Brisbane from uh, on the 3rd and 4th of March and then we had floods just before that I had worked really hard for that conference I was meant to be going for uh, going for that conference and then we were flooded and so my our suburb Mogul was like an island there was no way out of Mogul to, for us for me to go to office or even to the CBD uh, or the South Bank where the conference was happening I had worked really hard, so I was like, oh, I, we need to find a way. Russell and I went around for two hours the day before looking for a way to go out, but we just couldn't find anything. There was just no way. Every place we were finding blocks, there was, the, I mean, the road was flooded, so there was no way out of the area. 
Uh, we tried to uh, tried Google Maps and everything, but every, everywhere it was taking us through private property, which of course we couldn't have access to. So there was no way out. We came back, we just prayed and we said, okay, thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, we know we, there's a way that you will find for us the next morning. I wrote back to my company saying that, you know, there's a lot of work to be done in the morning. So please, I, we need people in the office or whoever is there needs to help me if I can't make it. Unless, you know, the company organizes for something. But the next morning, I saw on the face, on uh, in the community Facebook group that one lane has been opened. It's inbound and outbound. And I was like, wow, this is just perfect for me. I did not go leave early in the morning because there, there would be too much of traffic. I had, I left only after midday and I reached office in like what, one hour. So there was, there was, I did not even get traffic because everybody in the morning was like, oh, there's so much traffic because there's only one lane. So I made it to the conference. So it was really good. And then on the day of the conference, again, that morning, it rained really heavy. The premier said that roads are gonna be closed. And there we were trying to find, you know, because we had about more than hundred staff who were, who had flown into Brisbane and people from Brisbane. So we were trying to find places for them to stay because we were like, if it's going to be flooding again, the staff cannot go back to their homes. But then again, thankfully everything was fine. We had no issues at the conference, everything went well. So thanks and praise to God. There was no issues and I could make it to the conference. So it was really good. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And during the conference, we had so much of things. There were stairs that I had to go up and down. I have issues with my knee issues. So I was a bit worried. Before the conference began, I just thank God, say that you've given me the strength to reach here. You've given me ways to reach here for the conference. So I know I can you know, go through this conference without any issues. I kept going up and down the stairs and I was worried. But yeah, at the end of the day, I had no issues. Two days of conference, no knee pain, no leg pain, just nothing. So it was really good. So I do really sincerely want to thank and praise God for this. Praise God. Thank you for giving that testimony. But just in the, the word of God, is, it's important that you spend time with the word. That's what the Lord tells me right now as I, you know, he speaks to me. Just, you know, ensure that the word of God is your strength. Okay. Because yes. you, you, will, you will encounter God in such a way, such a strong way. Uh, you know, when I met Russell for the first time, I said this to him. And, uh, you know, and he listened to me and today God has blessed him. And I told him one day you'll have a ministry and you'll go to the ends of the earth. And Russell will definitely vouch for that. And today it's, it's all about that. So we should spend time with word of God. God loves you and mighty things will come in, in your life. Everything will be blessed. Praise God for that wonderful testimony. Yeah, God praise God. And thank God. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, anyone else? Savio, are you there, brother Savio? Yes, Vivek. Uh, anything you would like to testify and give glory to God? I don't know why the Lord is asking you to ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, definitely. I would like to thank thank the Lord for putting a hedge of protection around all of us, every single member of the Brisbane prayer group, uh, for all the healings that have taken place on the prayer group, all the answered prayers, so many answered prayers on the prayer group. Uh, I would like to thank the Lord for all the teachings that we have week after week, for all the powerful 
uh, encounter with the Lord sessions that Brother Russell runs, the powerful praise and worship that Sister Shanine runs, and the uh, Divine Mercy and the Rosary uh, sessions every evening. Uh, I would also like to thank the Lord for all the healings that uh, he has brought about in, in my family out here. We had uh, a strike of COVID. Uh, How about you? The... You are healed, eh? Yes, yes, yes. All, all, uh, all of us, one by one, the evil one tried to knock us down uh, through uh, Jaden, my son, and then passing it on to the others in the family. And that's how the evil one tried to strike us down. But I, I want to thank God for giving us, giving us all the strength to fight back uh, the arrows from the evil one you know, that was striking us down through the word of God. And uh, for giving us the strength to, to be at our side and fight this, this warfare from the evil ones and i want to thank the lord for every breath that we breathe every every morning every night every heartbeat of mine and taking care of us and providing for all of our needs much more than what we need thank you lord thank you jesus thank you, you savio thank you lord for blessing savio and his family and healing all of them in jesus name and for healing all the people in the prayer group who have been asking for this prayers and lord we thank and praise you for those who are not testified. I thank and thank you, Lord, on behalf of them for their answered prayers as well. Lord. Because we have to, the only way to defeat Satan is by the word of, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And that's why it's important not to allow the devil to keep your mouth shut. You have to open it and speak it out. The only thing I would share in <clears throat> when I was preparing for Ezekiel 37 is I asked the Lord, why did you ask Ezekiel to speak the word? Why did, didn't you speak the word? You are God. And he said that he wanted a body. He wanted you to open the mouth and speak. That is the power that we have as believers to speak the word. And that's why it's so important that we use the word of God in our daily life. It's a liberating experience when you use scripture. So for that, we need to spend time to build up that temple of the Holy Ghost, which is within us. So someone says, are you going to church? Yes, you are the church. You are Christ to others. You are the light to people in darkness. People come to you because they get attracted to you. Because they see Jesus Christ in you. Jesus Christ is in us. He can't come here because he is in spirit. He is spirit. And obviously through us, we go out and reach out to others. So unless we have the word of God in our heart and we speak it out, that's when the power comes through. That's why in Ezekiel 37, he said, you command, you speak, you prophesy. And that's why the word of God is so powerful. Let us open our mouths and speak it out. Don't use your mind because you can't fight Satan with your mind. Any thought can't be spoken, fought with a thought. Remember this. You can't fight a thought with thought. You can only destroy a thought with the word of God, the spoken word of God. So the strongholds can be destroyed with the word of God. So that is what we have to remember. So speak the word and speak what you want to say. Thank and praise you, Jesus. Yes, let's start our session today. And today we're going to be talking about how and learn about how to be your true self. I think this is something that is very practical. I think it's going to help all of us because more practical rather than how, you know, the house sessions. One thing is, Savi, are you there? Because today I may have to ask you questions because unless someone else would like to. Yes. Yes. Sir. <clears throat> Savi, a direct yes. question to you. 
and I, yes. I, I, I don't mean to offend anybody, but I just want to ask questions, okay? Because this is how the teaching is. Unless there are questions, we are not going to answer it. Thank and praise you, Lord, for this wonderful session. Let the words that come out of my mouth be only your words of mine. Holy Spirit, take full control. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you. So, Savio, do you love yourself? First question. Yes. Truly love yourself? Yes. When was the last time you took yourself out for a movie? It's been a, quite a while. Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. Doesn't probably, matter. Yeah, probably yeah, a few few months. Yeah. When was the last time you took yourself out for an ice cream? Uh, I don't think so. I've yeah, I've gone just by myself. When have you had lunch at your favorite restaurant or dinner by yourself? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> when, <laughs> okay, when have you actually gone <clears throat> to a serene park and sat by yourself and just said, thank you, Lord. You made me so wonderfully and so beautiful. I love myself the way you made me. When was the last time you sat down and just spent time with yourself? No one else, just you and God. Um, just by myself, I haven't. Yeah, I don't think so. I have okay. by myself. <clears throat> Today's thing may be a little bit of a thing to understand and ponder. But Ramani, one thing I'll tell you is that, you know, Savio, you're going to be living with yourself forever, isn't it? Yes. Imagine who's the person who can love you more than yourself? God. Okay. God, absolutely. Now, you are God's creation. We know we are made in the image and likeness of God. Okay. And yes. unless until you are, you love yourself. Okay. Truly love yourself the way God has given you. Okay. You will not be able to be happy because there'll be a, it'd be a life of misery if you carry yourself the way you are and say, you know, I'm not good. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. Sometimes it's important for us to realize that self-love is also important. Okay. Self-love has to be distinguished from pride, where you say, I am mightier than you. You love yourself because you're God's most precious. Okay? Yes. So we start our scripture today with 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20. Okay, we start ourselves there, and then we understand what true self-love would be and how we get there. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have been bought for a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Now, when I was asking you a question, Savio, do you love yourself? Now, I was not talking about loving yourself in a selfish or a self-centered way, okay? It's when you say selfish and self-centered is I am better than you. I am better than someone else. I said love that we talk about is but loving the unique you that God has created you to be. 
okay you are you are the best the way you are i got me yes so it's no different because you are made brilliantly and i'm as a masterpiece in the way he has made you okay we go to psalm 139 and in that we know take me to psalm 139 now this is a psalm for actually for meditation for a person to realize that loving yourself is important because you are a creation of god you love god who with dwells within you because he dwells within you how can you choose not to love the lord who lives within you because i believe that unless and until you love god you can't love yourself truly so if you put him first everything else will fall in place <clears throat> now many people just ignore themselves and start doing everything now obviously the word of god says that if you love your neighbor as thyself as you love yourself okay you it also means that you love yourself okay the commandment god is to love one another as i have loved you so love is a commandment and it's all about you also need to love the precious you that god created the way you are okay if you come down so if you look at verse 13 and read it for you created my innermost parts you wove me in my mother's womb now how beautiful is this how if you really yes. understand this, the depth of this what the lord yes. has done for us okay you created my innermost parts yes okay somewhere i read how do you understand that a baby gets bones okay it's, it's difficult for you to understand how a pregnant woman can have a baby within a womb and how are the bones the bones form okay yes. it's 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 difficult for us to understand and comprehend god's beautiful creation and he says he created my innermost parts you owe me in my mother's womb but the most important thing in the whole teaching for today's verse 14 if you understand it and that is all that we talk about today and, and obviously it, it will go ahead from there i will give thanks to you because i am awesomely and wonderfully made wonderful are your works and my soul knows it very well sabhi you do reflections what would be your reflection on this if you had to speak in few lines what would you actually reflect on this you know if you understand truly understand what this verse means and this is for all of us okay why am i going through this topic why as the holy spirit why you want me to teach on this because we ignore ourselves we don't just when was the last time you loved yourself when was the last time you sat with yourself when was the last time you said i'm a beautiful wonderful creation of god everything works well for me so yes sabhi yes uh, on this on this verse verse 14 what, oh, what thank, does the holy spirit talk to you what would you the, feel about yeah the holy spirit tells me in this verse that he has made each one of us so unique you know like we compare ourselves so much and sometimes knowingly sometimes like by default unknowingly and he's telling us you know don't compare yourself like you are just by yourself you are unique you have got your own 
own strengths, your own strengths. You've been blessed so much in your life. Don't compare yourself with what people have, with how people look like, what cars they have, what, what house they have, or how yes. much they're earning. What is their Absolutely. salary? Don't wonder if someone has got a promotion. You don't have. You've been blessed already so much. And I'm blessing you more and more every single day. Amen. I, I wouldn't, I would say it's absolutely beautiful because one thing, I think one thing in life that I have understood from this is that comparison. If you start comparing yourself and that's where the devil gets involved all the time. He says, look, you're not good than the other person because he has a better car. Is that right, Savio? Yes. You're not better than him because he has a bigger house. Look, he has got a promotion. He is more qualified than you. Okay, so you start now looking at the other person's life. You've forgotten yourself that you exist, but all about pleasing others. Today, I was asking the Holy Spirit, why? You ever heard of pleasing people, Sarvi? Yes. People pleasers. Yes. How many of you are people pleasers? Put an amen there. Be truthful. Do not hear, because in my sessions of training, teaching, it's all about, you know, transformation. It's not about just coming for a Friday and going back. You end the session, life changes, if you really are truthful. I'm a people pleaser. I've done it all my life and I realized that it doesn't work because do you keep on pleasing people? People are going to be people. They will, you know, you will start looking for people's admiration about you. You know, Savio, many times yes. you look at Savio, am I looking good today? Yes. Uh, Savio, uh, you know, I've worn this new shirt. Uh, tell me, Savio, how am I looking? Yes. And someone will say, oh, no, no, this doesn't look really good. You have worn it last week. Oh, Okay. Is it? Okay. Yeah. And then, so we are not looking good. Uh, you're okay. Okay. Not that. Now, what happens to me? If you say, not looking so good, but say, okay. What happens to me? You know, tell me. You know, how will my thinking be? My whole thing is Savio. Not beyond myself, but what Savio said to me. Are you getting? Yes. yes. Why is this topic so important? And why the word of God is trying to help us in our life is that we all are trying to be people pleasers. If I please my boss, if I tell him, that, you know, if I, I want to, you know, I want a promotion. If I dress up well, my boss may be happy. If I do something, he'll be happy. Let me try to do something. Work later, you know, the work ends at 5 o'clock. I'll sit till 7 o'clock at home at work every day. Trying to show my boss I'm working harder. But at the cost of my family, at the cost of my relationship with my husband or my wife, at the cost of, you know, my mother or father who's at home or waiting for me or my siblings, at the cost of anything but i'm trying to please people so that i become a people pleaser okay and we do that is that right Savra? so today yes. i'm going to it today's today we are going to learn from the holy spirit i mean every topic that comes every friday whichever preacher preaches is always led by the holy spirit and and everything is about introspection and trying to ask questions to yourself remember it's not about the answers you have to ask this beautiful person that god made you I think this verse 14 is a beautiful, how many of you believe this is a real beautiful verse where David says that I will give thanks to you because I'm awesomely and wonderfully made. Okay, the way I am, I am beautiful. Wonderful are your works, O Lord. My soul knows it very well that you made this Vivek unique in his own creation. He's, there's never going to be a person like me ever in, in forever, okay? That is so unique. Imagine we are 7.3 billion people on earth and there's not one single person. There may be some people who look like me, but they can't be me in any of these people 
from the time creation was there till the time creation ends you will be so unique amen amen so if samyo is so unique then aren't you wonderfully made the way god has made you yes why focus on somebody else and many of us are living our lives thinking how other people will look at us rather than how god has created me and i'm wonderfully made the moment you start changing from that perception to looking inward and saying i am wonderful the way i am when you approach life people start looking at you because you are different you are no more like other people but you look at yourself as god's wonderful creation so today when i said this is just think about it for a while you never get away from yourself for even one second of your life do you get that yes even one second you can't leave yourself self has to be with you always okay anywhere you go there you are okay remember how miserable you felt the last time when someone you spent uh, let me ask this question again sabir you know it's a question how did you feel when you spent some you know few hours with someone you really don't enjoy someone's company maybe it's a toxic person who speaks all bad words who's hurtful and you know does everything and but you're going to meet that person okay and let me ask you this sabir but you got to be truthful and answer uh how miserable would you feel when you spend time with someone you really don't enjoy yeah it's you just wait for the the meeting or the conversation to to come to an end and you know because you don't want to be around that person and feel uncomfortable so you just don't want to be there but you have to Ex- be there absolutely and especially at a workplace you have no choice right you don't yeah. you cannot at, at least in your friend circle you can choose who you want to talk to whose phone you want to take to Yeah. but in your workplace there's a person who's like toxic and yes. you don't have a choice of saying no i can uh, because the meeting is with everyone the managing directors meeting everyone and this person is there sitting next to you and you can do nothing about but yes. you know you could you could make out that he is only making all kinds of excuses and it's a negative environment okay how do you feel you know you're waiting for that meeting to end isn't it yes yes absolutely and in that so, that case especially if it is someone who is your superior it's it's probably even worse exactly suppose it's your own boss okay let me ask this forget the colleagues it's your own boss who's that type of a toxic person who's absolutely dominating wants it his way he does not listen to any correction even if he's wrong he's right okay how many of us like have bosses that way okay and and at this point of time you are, you have few hours with that person you you really have you have no choice but to sit with that for that meeting okay it may be a two hour meeting now let me change that question and say if the same principle applies to your relationship with your own self now how, how the thing changes let me ask you this so if the person yes. is yourself yes okay and if you consider yourself as someone you don't like then yes. tell me how would that relationship be but you can't escape yourself for the rest of your life yes then Yes, in in that case, you wouldn't want to spend any time uh, alone with yourself or trying to enjoy with yourself, and you know, just probably make excuses not to be with yourself and and try to keep yourself busy, maybe you know, to avoid that that alone time with yourself. Okay, alone time. Okay, this this is very important. If someone is taking notes, alone time. When are you making an alone time with your own self? Okay. where you can contemplate and thank and praise god for the wonderful person you have been for the times he has blessed you all throughout your lifetime from the time you were conceived till today maybe you were born 
you went through hardships we took you got you through your studies in school got you through your colleges got you through your degrees got you your first job got you married got your children some may be grandparents today some may be getting married some may, may be on different courses of life but all saying thank you lord for the wonderful person you created now if you always love yourself then you'll be happy with yourself throughout your life but if i let me put it the other way and there could be so many of us who don't like ourselves for whatever reason because you may think that you're too fat too thin too short too tall you are not born in a rich family okay your parents are not rich or for some reason you are comparing yourself with someone who's wealthy someone who's looking extremely good and you feel you're dark and someone is so beautiful why me lord and now always this happens and when you start comparing you never be happy and now what happens is you start cursing yourself and remember one thing if you are that person who does not love yourself then you're destined for a life of misery but when you love yourself you're able to enjoy your life today's whole teaching is about loving yourself the way you are because you're god's most beautiful creation uniquely created in your own way there's never going to be a you in the history of humanity because you are unique amen to that amen love you amen so to love yourself is to accept under unconditional love of god with your whole heart Okay, so the love of God is what we accept with our whole heart, and to see yourself as He sees you, He sees you as wonderfully created, and He says, "I've created you perfect." Okay, and that's where you see yourself and say, "Wow, yes, Lord, my soul knows it well. Wonderful are Your works, Lord. Your works means You have created me so well." <clears throat> so He sees you, and to rejoice and to be at peace with with who He has created you to be. Remember, take me to one scripture, one Peter two nine. I'm sure at the end of this time, you will definitely say, "Let me take myself out for a lovely ice cream." Take myself. The ladies out there, when was the last time you took yourself out and did up your hair, or bought yourself a lovely dress, or went out there and said, "Let me make some me time with myself," for the thanks you thanking God for the wonderful person He has made me. i know it's so difficult with a family a spouse so many commitments and so much of time you know whether it's a man or lady you know the day starts the day ends but sometimes you can make that little me time and say lord thank you lord this time is between me and you and i'm enjoying it you made me a wonderful creation lord i thank you for making me thank you for keeping me alive i thank you for allowing me to thank you and thank you for this wonderful time yes verse 9 please can you read but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation a people for god's own possession so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light uh okay so this is beautiful okay he calls us a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation a people for god's own possession so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into this marvelous light of christ okay so many of us are lost and today he has found us picked us up and he is the shepherd of our soul so that's so beautiful 
Now, this healthy self-love is not based on what you do right or wrong, but on who you are as God's child. Okay, I am God's child. And I know he has made me marvelously and wonderfully. When you don't know who you are in Christ, you're not able to see or love yourself the way he does. Because this is something where many of us do not realize. If I don't know who I am in Christ, I am that creation God has made. And he has made me wonderful. And he calls me a chosen race, a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. He calls me a holy nation. He says, a people for God's own possession. He calls me that. Imagine someone possessing someone that only God can do. Beautiful, isn't it, Sadhguru? Yes. So, so one thing is, if you're not able to see or love yourself the way he does, or even be your true self, instead, you're at the mercy of others' opinions. Now, one thing is so important. We are at the mercy of other opinions. Uh, I have always been like this. I don't know, you know, when you're young, you should dress up that way and, you know, and yes. wear some good clothes and sorry, you know, how will people look at me? Go for mass, like mass was like, yes, going to church was that people will look at me and say, oh, you look good, man, today. And he feels so nice, you know. Today, the whole thing has changed, you know. You put everything on Facebook or some social media. I'm just giving you an example of me, maybe. If you put some, some photo of yourself on, you know, on our social media and you expect likes, correct? Yes. And comments. And you always look, oh, how many more likes have come, you know? But can you sleep in the night, Savi, when you put that photo there? You just no, Let me just get yeah, up and see think. whether the likes have increased a little more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last time they were 50, to this time they are 70. Maybe they become 80 in the morning. Let me just get up. Okay. Even before getting up, your mind is only on that, isn't it? Yes. You're waiting for the opinion of others. Never have you been able to thank and love God the way you are uniquely created in God's own, uh, own way. I'm sure many of us are there. I would put myself, is there someone here who would say that you wait for likes and, you know, positive comments from people? On any platform, you know, be it on any way or in church or in mass. So if you're made, if if you're feeling inadequate and inferior, wishing you could be like someone else, this is where the whole, you know, breakdown takes place of loving yourself. Because you're not happy with who you are. You want to be somebody else. Sabi, are you getting this? Yes. This is where the topic heads to. Because we are not happy now, the way God has created. If I was someone else, I would have been a happy person. Okay. We don't know whose shoes we would have been in, but we have to be someone else to be happy. So happiness is not depending on God now. It's depending on me becoming someone else to be happy. And it's a conditional love. Okay. Can there be any love if there's a condition? No. If you say, I'm, if I become rich, I'll be happy with myself. God made you rich. Okay, you became rich. Now, will you be happy? No. Because that happiness is out of the flesh. The moment you get that money, you will say, now, can I get now the next level? Let me ask for something else. And only if I get that, I'll be happy. Now, God never intended us to be based, our love to be based on some conditions that we decide. Lord wants us to love ourselves because who I am in Christ. I'm wonderful creation of God. God has created me and I love myself. Today, I urge all of you to make some time with yourself. Make that me time to go out there, spend time with yourself and thank God in this. It's not a self-centered time, but a time between you and God because Christ lives in us. 
when i started this teaching 1 corinthians 6:19 do you not know that your body is the temple of the holy spirit the spirit of god lives and dwells within me not outside me in me okay so when he walks in many of us have experienced talking to the holy spirit and listening to him and he tells us secrets that we don't even realize you agree savio yes he tells us answered prayers that if you do this you know this is the way you have to plan your day he's an excellent planner a good strategizer for people who are like you know you know working it's the best to involve the holy spirit because he tells you exactly where to go what to do how to plan uh you know you could take him to everything that you do even in your cooking you could ask him lord how do i do it holy spirit tell me and holy spirit will say this is what you do because he's a wonderful teacher he teaches us the word but he is also part of our life he's that wonderful helper that we have now when that's why it's important that we spend time now my point here is to relax and be who you are in life and that is important for a long time i also tried to be like so many people if i am like someone i'll be happy look at that person is so intelligent only if i was intelligent more enough i would have been happy uh but this is a vicious cycle that we all get caught up in because you compare yourself with others the first thing remember in life stop comparing it is not from god it is not scriptural god has made you uniquely the first thing is to stop comparing yourself with others the only person you can compare yourself is with you how you were yesterday and how you are today if there has been some change you monitor yourself but the moment you compare yourself with other people they could always be unhappiness because if the other person is better than you how can you be that person you may be good at something which that person can't be good at so how do you know someone else's life and be thankful for that and that's what the word of god says today why the holy spirit brought this is many of us are not happy with our own selves and that's why we grumble complain and say that we are not happy always negative always being critical about things anyone who's critical in life would be a person who's comparing himself or herself with someone else and then feels that look i wish i was not born in this family or i wish i was not born in this world or i wish i would have been much better off if i was so and so but you're not thanking god for who you are because god can work wonderfully with us if we choose to thank him for who we are is that right sir yes okay there's a true story of now how do you look at people who have been abused by your own family okay when i was preparing for this uh teaching today many times it can happen like in this particular case where the father sexually abused the very daughter a child and it's difficult for a child to forgive the very person who you expect to be protecting you okay or if the parents who you who you love very much okay they try to abort you when you are being born okay many times the child that comes out is very disturbed because you are not you are rejected at the very start of life because the very people who are to protect you are the people who are coming to kill you so how can you be with that person say the same person or child who gets you know sexually abused by the own parent by a father has to get married to the and have a spouse in my life your husband how would you look at life then you know many times you would not very be happy uh with this person you be always thinking should i trust how deep can i go with my levels of trust 
it all boils down to how much do i love myself and how much do i love god's wonderful creation that he has made me uh and unless and until we do that then only things will change i'll give examples many times we choose our life based on other people's opinions okay if you you know cut your hair short you look much better i don't like that long hair Just cut it now you may love your the pace the way you are dressed you may have a wonderful beautiful long hair but if your friend says no i really don't like it i like that short haircut you have to have cut your hair fully then you look beautiful now many times when you stand yourself when you going out and you see a long hair you may be wondering that what will other people say if someone says a short hair is better for me is that clear sabio yes why am i trying to be a little bit more practical here today is there could be examples of someone telling us what we need to do even if we don't want to do it okay many times in our own study life especially uh, you know we do things you know what people tell us okay many times someone says you should become an engineer but you really don't want to be an engineer you would like to be a journalist but so no no everyone is becoming an engineer you need to become an engineer now think of a student who passes his engineering and becomes an engineer but his passion his heart is all about journalism he loves journalism to such an extent keeps on writing loves to write books but no because someone has told you no you need to it could be your own parents it could be your own siblings it could be someone think of that life to live as an engineer but you're not really fulfilling uh, your childhood dream of being a journalist because you would like to be a journalist this is just an example it could go in very very different ways where people start telling you to do everything and your whole life depends on what people tell you it may even go to that extent of said uh where you have chosen your life partner but you decide to ask someone and say is this the right person for me instead of asking god god is this life partner the right person for me in my life but you choose to ask somebody else your auntie or uncle or someone else and they say no no baba not this person he's is a little too dark or too you know is not very qualified or is not very rich uh, i think you should avoid this person you know but you have seen christ in that person the lord has agreed that this is the person of your life doesn't matter whether the person has money no money but he has christ in him but you still choose to ask someone else's opinion and decide who should be your spouse are you getting me savio Yes yes now even decisions like this why today's topic why the holy spirit wants us to do this is that you are wonderful the way you are me made god loves you many times when you hate yourself people can see that when they talk to you and the people who start hating themselves who start comparing the first thing the holy spirit wants us to stop doing is comparing ourselves with others second thing that the holy spirit wants to stop us doing is stop listening to what people are telling you to do in your life do what the word of god tells us we have the word of god as the best best guide of our life stop listening to what other people start telling you because what really happens is whole life is based on what people's opinions are you become a people pleaser all your life because you never truly love yourself right up till the tomb from the womb to the tomb you're pleasing people never make time for yourself and uh, and at times you just wonder when am i really truly loving myself and you know this is important and this is one thing i really love why the holy spirit taught me this is to stop comparing myself the day you compare yourself sabio don't you feel you're depressed 
depression yes, is the root yes. cause is comparison and when you compare that's the root cause of anyone being oppressed or depressed show me one person who is depressed and not had a comparison with someone okay you feel you're not worthy because someone else is more worthy than you because again you're comparing okay you're unhappy and that unhappy feeling is coming because you don't feel don't see god's worthiness in you you see yourself as unworthy to accept god's love and that's the lie of the devil i'm again saying this he plays a very big role in saying that you are really you know you're condemned you're not good and and really he starts looking at you and judging you and putting you down in that pit because you want to steal kill and destroy and today as i was preparing this topic there was nothing related to that scripture i said lord bring me a scripture and he says look at the prodigal son but we all know the prodigal son i'm not going into the whole part of the prodigal son do you know what happened and how he wasted his father's money went into that foreign land but what touched me is the day when he was in that eating out of you know what he was fed to the pigs from that point when realization dawned on him and that is the scripture i want to talk about having that me decision when you choose to take yourself out of the pit you have to make that decision nobody else can make it for you you can't ask someone else who is also in the pit to make a decision that way can you ask a person who's a drunkard how to stop drinking sabu no can you take can you ask a toxic person who has never loved someone how to love no can you ask a person who has always ill treated women how to love women no so remember one thing if you are in a mess and the people who are with you are toxic you have to come out of that place and this is what the lord taught me take me to luke chapter 15 verse 17 to 20 we're talking the prodigal son only those three verses that talk about change i hope this is a wonderful teaching if you're really liking it put an amen so that i know that the lord is touching someone in this because he really touched me with this teaching thank you jesus okay we're doing the prodigal son only those verses where the lord wanted me to yes 15 now we're going 15 17 to 20 remember we're only taking the verses at one point of the life we all will be like a prodigal son we will be in a place of point of no return a point where we are the lowest in life okay let me put it this way we may be at the lowest level in our life not knowing what to do now at this point of time what many people do is ask the people who are in that very uh you know it's like you are with the toxic people you're asking the toxic people for help will they help you Sorry. no no so Can't. many of us do this and we make this mistake the lord is saying if you are in that place people pleasing all the time and the people have been abusing you and taking advantage of you all your life okay it may not be a, a kind of an physical abuse but mentally they are tormenting you and harassing you because they want you to do what they want you to do and they don't want you to live the life you want to live okay it's like you're living your life according to other people's dreams and visions which they wanted to live but they are choosing you to live it could be grandparents it could be parents it could be your friends it could be your boss who tells you no no you are got to do it this way okay and you wonder no but this 
this is not the right way. He says, no, do it this way. And even though you don't want to do it, you know, his way, but you're forced to do it because you want to look good in the eyes of the boss. So many times you are unhappy with yourself, but there can be some point in our life where we will be like the prodigal son. And at that point of time, where we are full of pride, ego, and we have reached that point where we are in the pit. I would like you to understand these verses that really the Holy Spirit taught me today and read this and try to understand how it applies in our own life. Come on, from verse 17 to 20, okay? So, Jane, if you're taking notes, it's Luke 15, verse 17 to 20, okay? This is when the prodigal son came to his senses. And this is, could be our Now, remember, why am I taking this? Because self made the decision. He made this decision himself to get up and go out. Remember, like him in the pit, all the losers, all the toxic people, all the squanderers of wealth, all those kind of people were there in that boat. If you are in that boat, you can't ask the other people who are just as toxic, who don't want to change their life, but live there in that negativity to get out of that boat. You have to take that decision. And that's why today's scripture. Yes, read it. But when he came to his senses. He said, how many of my father's hired laborers have more than enough bread? But I am dying here from hunger. I will set out and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven. And in your sight, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired laborers. So he set out and came to his father. But when he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion for him and ran and embraced him and kissed him. Amen. Okay, praise God for that. But now if you look at this, if you look from verse 36, uh, from verse 17, he says, but when he came to his senses, he says, how many of my father's hired laborers have more than enough bread, but I'm dying here. So this is a very powerful thing for reflection, okay? Yes. Beautiful letters, actually. And you know what he says? He doesn't use the word, he will set out. He says, I will set out. Can you see the word I use there? Yes. It's about yes. him making that decision for himself. And this is that decision we will all have to take someday in life because someday in life, we will reach that down in our life and no one wants to help us. The people who are with us are all of those kind only who are toxic, who only talk failure, who talk negativity, who are absolutely evil. Okay, And you want to get out of that evil place because you know Christ has saved you. You will have to take that decision to move out. And he says, I will set out and go to my father and will say to him father i have sinned all you have to do is take that decision to get up and move okay and he says this and the what what touched me is the action plan many of us make plans in life i will do this i will do that but verse 20 says what Savio? so he set out, set out and came to his father so he set out he took an action whenever you plan something you need to take action Faith without works is dead. Many people keep praying, 
Lord, please change my life. Lord, please. The Lord says, get up, move, and I'll bless you. But he said, no, Lord, please change my life. He says, get up, move, I'm going to bless you. But this is, if the prodigal son had to be there, would the father come there? No. Unless he had to make that change and decide, no, I'm taking a U-turn. I'm going to my father and saying, sorry. He said, no, the ego is out of the door. The pride is out of the door. Okay, I'm going and saying, sorry. He took that action. And many of us will have to take that action of coming back and saying, sorry. And that is going to change many people's life. So the second thing that the Holy Spirit talks about is to stop pleasing other people. How many times can we please others? Even I was a people pleaser. All my life I looked at it and then the Lord said, you keep pleasing people, you get nothing out of it. People are people. They will never be happy. They will always have some fault with someone. How many of you agree? Yes. People always find some fault with you. Okay. Yes. If you ask someone, is there some fault with me? That's of course, there's a hundred percent fault. From where should I start? You know, are you getting? Yes. So you cannot wait for people's opinions about you. Start loving yourself. Go and have that ice cream. Okay. Someone said, brother, Vivek is asking me to have ice cream. What, what I mean is spend time with yourself. You are your wonderful self. If you don't love yourself, you're going to live with this self for the next 70, 80 years of your life. Imagine how horrible it will be. Okay. If you don't love yourself because you are unique the way you are. Stop telling yourself that I'm not good enough. Stop telling yourself that I'm not looking good. Stop telling yourself I'm not qualified enough. Stop telling yourself I'm so poor. Look at the people are so rich. Other people have better cars. They have better houses. My spouse would have been happier if I was a richer person or if I was more qualified or if I was a better cook. Are you getting me? Start loving yourself the way you are. God can make wonderful things if you start appreciating who you are the way you are. Spend that wonderful time. Go take yourself out for a coffee, Savio. Yes. Got it, Savio? Yes. Spend, your, spend some time with yourself. Thank God for who he has made you. I tell you, I promise you in the name of Jesus because Psalm 139 was written and it's one of the best Psalms about us. He truly knitted us in our mother's womb. When we give thanks to the Almighty uh, from from whom we get all our sources of health and wealth, the source of all our health and wealth, he can turn things around immediately. The moment we are thankful to God for who he has created us and the way he has created us, thank you, Lord, for creating me so uniquely that I am a masterpiece. There's not going to be another me in the history of mankind. Are you getting me, Sami? Yes. And when you make time for yourself and start loving yourself, Remember, not in a selfish way. Self-centered way is me. It's all about me, nothing about you. That is not love. Okay, that is not love. Love is when you truly believe Christ lives in you and you see yourself as God. When you, when you truly love God, you love yourself. Let me put it this way. When you acknowledge him in all your ways, you put him first in everything, you truly make your, you know, you start loving yourself. And this is what, uh, you know, God gave me today. Now, after, for many of us who have, have seen God work wonderful miracles in our life, it's important that we meditate on his word and confess God's love for me. I'm, unif I'm unique. God, you have created me so wonderfully. I'm so mightily blessed. Everything good is happening in my life. Every financial blessing that is ever written in my life is coming to me. Everything that the devil has robbed away from me has come back to me. I've been paid hundredfold. God, you have blessed me hundredfold. 
much more than I can even imagine or even ask for. Okay, I'm quoting Ephesians three twenty here for the power of for God's power who's at work within me. So, God, you are so wonderful. I speak your praises, and you created me so wonderfully. I'm your unique creation. I love you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. When you start loving God in you, the Trinity that lives in you, invite Him, Father, Son, and Spirit that lives in you. I tell you, when you operate out of loving yourself, the first thing that the devil has to do. Many times, preachers would not wait to this point, but the first thing the devil has to do is to allow you to hate yourself. If you can't see yourself as God's creation, you can never see something beautiful in someone else's life. Because if you don't love you, you can never love others. Are you getting? Yes. Love your neighbor as you love yourself is what God tells us. So when He truly said love yourself, He meant that we truly love ourselves. Okay. Many times we are so caught up with taking care of the children, getting up in the morning, getting to breakfast, this that. Never have time for ourselves. Not even look in the mirror. You don't know how you look. Suddenly you look at yourself and say, "Oh, I look so old." Suddenly, because nobody values you. You're just there to do things from morning to night, and someone is waiting for you to do everything. How many of us are there? By the way, to put yes. an amen. You're just just not considered. You know, children say, oh, "Okay, dad is doing it, mom is doing it. Let them keep doing it." Okay, yes. so you're just doing it. You're just okay. You know, you're just taken for granted. Okay, you're doing everything from the morning. Get up at four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning till twelve o'clock in the night. You're doing from start to the end. Never had time for yourself. Never made time for anything. Never even had a thank you from someone. Okay, but you still do it. Okay, and still do it. Even if you've got a headache, got fever, got cold, you still take a Panadol or take one Crocine, and you're still doing the work. But if someone else is sick in the house, they will shout, "Oh, I'm sick!" and they'll sit down, and everyone has attention. Please come here, look at me, and here you are doing it all the time, and nobody even says a thank you for what you do. Today, I just want you to, meant, uh, you know, look at this teaching from that perspective. Is that when are you going to make time to love yourself? Whatever number of years you have with you, Lord, you have made me wonderfully and created me unique. From today onwards, I will love myself because I love you. You are first in my life. I will acknowledge you first. You can't put God first in your life without loving yourself. Because He is first in your life only because you realize that you are not your own. You are God's wonderful creation. Sabio, if I told you one thing, if I gave you a diamond, okay, which costs a lot of money, okay, maybe millions of dollars, okay, some diamonds are very very expensive, okay. And I told you to take care of it, not to lose it. Okay, treat it preciously. What would you do? Would you take it and just you know put it in your purse anywhere, or you you know put it in the most safe. precious place, a safe, safe place, place and yes. start looking at it daily, polish it, keep it proper, yes. Yes. and Absolutely. ensure that it's shining because you know someone has told you to take care of it. Are you getting? Yes. It's like your yes. own. Yes. Maybe yes. I'm saying diamond, but if you have a big car also, if, like your own yes. car. You'll go out and keep on wiping it, checking how oh, no dents, you know. Keep on polishing it. If something is dirty, you clean it. Correct? Yes. Now, if you are that very diamond or that very special person that God has given you, how would you take care of yourself? If you are that precious diamond, that God is telling you, Savio, I want you to take care of the most best person that I created, my most precious diamond. I'm giving this to you. Take care of this diamond for the next number of years, till eighty years or whatever. Be precious because you need to thank me for this wonderful gift I gave you. 
because if you are alive god can do so many things with you are you getting yes but unless you are thankful to god and put him first and say lord i take most i utmost care of this wonderful creation that you made then you'll be happy with this life isn't it yes so i want you to change today there are people who are living lives for 40 years 50 years and never loved themselves at all okay uh you know they when you confess god's love for you things will start changing from today and from tonight and you start looking at yourself you know as something different but you may the first thing that will happen to people is i would tell you one thing is that you'll always have a guilt in you okay trying to love yourself because you will always look at the flaws in yourself but lord you isn't there this flaw in me i got this kind of problem okay that issue in me i'm not so qualified i've got you know some other problems okay there could be some flaws eventually you will start loving yourself the way you are with all those flaws okay doesn't matter who you are you're wonderful the way god created you okay because the thing that created that flaws how did you realize you have flaw because you compared yourself with someone else two things the holy spirit taught us today stop comparing yourself with someone else if you start comparing yourself with someone else then you will never be happy is that true sir yes true second thing is stop pleasing people because you can't please anyone no one is going to be happy in the world stop becoming people pleasers start pleasing god because he's the only one who will be grateful to what we do sorry thank you jesus so one thing that is there is that i also learned that i could love who i am without loving everything i do we can all work with god towards a positive change in our behavior without rejecting ourselves or viewing ourselves as a failure because of our imperfections there could be some imperfections in all of us none of us are with perfections okay but you could still fall in love with god and said god i love you the way you have created me with whatever because i know even in this you will turn things for my good one of the scriptures that i use is romans 828 can you take me to romans 828 and we know that god causes all things to work together for good to those who love god to those who are called according to his purpose friends who are with me today right now maybe on youtube or on on zoom i just would like you to share one thing with you go to god the way you are don't change anything go to him the way you are sometimes when you pray for an answered prayer many times you realize that lord i need to change myself if i change myself the way i am okay just go to god and tell him lord i am who i am the way i am i've come with my failures with my rejections with the hurts with the fears with everything i come to you as it is because god knows exactly even before is on our mind he knows our thoughts but be open with and say lord i truly repent from my heart of what i'm going through and just as you have forgiven me i forgive everyone but lord i come today with my needs and he expects us to ask because if we don't ask we don't receive 
if we don't seek we don't find if we don't knock the door is not opened so let's be truthful the way we are do not change yourself and go to god and say lord you know i need i need to make a i need to change myself and come to you just say lord i come to you the way the only thing that i can offer to you is my sin my failings my weakness is all i can offer to you offer him what you are the way you are don't change because that is god's job to change you and the moment the holy spirit takes over because the moment a humble and a contrite heart is there god can change till that time there is pride lord look i'm not it's just take an example of the tax collector and the other person he the tax collector goes to the church goes there to pray and he looks down and the righteous man looks at that and say look i'm not like that tax collector i getting but god blesses the tax collector because he comes as a repentant heart knowing that he's a sinner if you and i are sinners we truly qualify for god's love because he never came for the righteous is that true sir yes so if we go to god the way we are when you go for holy mass and you go to god and say lord take all i have to offer you during the during you know the elevation say lord i offer you my sin i offer you my body let your body be my body let your blood be my blood i offer all that in the holy chalice and allow the sins to go out to god he will turn that heart of stone to a heart of flesh so let our hearts not be hardened uh, but rather look for that change now remember one thing in all this as we want to change people around us will say are baba you're still the same there's no change and they'll quickly point out your faults and failings do not fall for the lies of the devil the devil uses people in your life he will call up people and say tell them that they are not right and to add to it, the devil will still remind you about it and say do you remember what that lady told you about you you know she told you that ah, okay and then put you in that it's the lie of the devil and the enemy do not fall for that you are uniquely made the way god made you i love myself i love you lord because you live in me and i love you lord because you are god and you are everything to me i love you jesus because your name is so powerful in my life you are my lord and savior you created me and you will take care of me because you will not abandon me till the end of time i know whatever happens you are with me and i love my way my love the way of you have created me thank you lord for creating me a wonderful creation this is a next level of thanking god everyone talks about everything else no one looks at ourselves so as i asked you when was the last time you took yourself out for an ice cream you may say i can't remember yes. myself i can't remember maybe yeah the kids definitely have taken them uh, some weeks back yes but i never spent time with myself how many of you would remember when was the last time you took yourself out for an ice cream for a coffee for a beautiful haircut or bought yourself a lovely pair of clothes and said lord you have made this body wonderfully i could definitely buy a wonderful pair of clothes on me today not to look good for others but to look good for you correct sir yes when you spend time with yourself truly you'll realize that wonderful creation god has made and you'll start falling in love with one person who you're going to live for the rest of your life your own self because christ lives in you you can't love someone else if you don't love god it's not possible to love yourself without loving god it's impossible because god 
is in your spirit. Okay. The main part of my teaching here is stay true to your design. The design that he made you and me is that very design. Okay. Now to take you to this, let's look at, at the Psalmist David who went through the whole huge test of his own authenticity right before he faced Goliath in battle. Okay. Now, you know, first Samuel chapter 17, uh, Jane, if you're taking notes, okay. Can you post first Samuel chapter 17 verse one to 11 and then verse 32. I, I would, for lack of time, I would not spend so much time on getting to understand this, but I'll just give you the concept of it. And this is more important for us to take home. I'm sure Jane will put that in the notes. Uh, for Samuel chapter, chapter 17, verse 1 to 11, and then verse 32. Now, first Samuel 17, I'll give you a background, tells the story of how the Israelite army faced the giant in Goliath. Okay, he was the champion of the mighty Philistines. However, when Goliath came to fight, the Israelite soldiers were terrified. They were totally terrified because he was a mighty giant. They were terrified and young David was the only one willing to go to battle. Now, I want to share one thing in this. You'll say, but brother, I know all this. We have learned the story of David and Goliath. How does this relate to this? I want to share this part with you. Okay, That's why I don't want to get into the reading of this because we'll have the notes on Sister Jane uh, when she gets that ready. It took some convincing, but when King Saul finally agreed, imagine David telling King Saul, I'll fight the giant. Savio, if you were Saul and some one small army boy, one small shepherd boy comes and says, I'll find and kill the giant with confidence. What confidence you would have as a king to give yes. him charge? Okay, yeah, I want to give you a background of this. You know what the Philistines did, if you really understand this. Okay, just a little bit out of this, but I'll share this with you. It was a total... You know, the deal was such that if Philistine had to defeat, uh, you know, Israel and they had to put them down, the battle was such, if the if Goliath had to beat one person of the other army, the whole Israel comes in their hand. Are you getting? Yes. So it was not a, it was not a, a fair deal that, you know, one army fights another army. It was the Goliath will fight with whoever you choose from your, from your race. But if he defeats them, every, the whole Israel will be under the Philistines. And now comes a small shepherd boy and he tells he tells King Saul that I'll fight him and defeat him. And I'll win. Now what would you do? Uh, you know, Savio, if you're King Saul, even if you had to decide, if you had to get convinced, what will you do? You, you tell him, no, I'm going to take just one, you know, a sling with a pebble and kill him. Would you be able to believe that he can do no, it? No, no. Or what would you do? Would you equip him with your ammunition and ammunition? Would your, yeah. Would you put your gear on him or some sort yes. of thing? Or say no, just go like that only and just fight the Philistine and you will win. Is that yes? Can, would give that him yes. Remember, him remember the deal. Okay, I'm just sharing this so that people understand. The deal is if the Philistine defeats David, Israel, the whole Israel comes under Philistines. It's not a fair deal. It's not a deal where they fight a war. The deal is unfair. There's a giant who, who has to debate one person from yours and the whole Israel falls under Philistine. But my point here is it took definitely some time to convince King Saul. But when King Saul finally agreed to let him fight the giant, he dressed David, as Savio says, in his own tunic. Okay, Savio? Yes. In his own tunic and armor. Obviously, he put that whole armor on David. 
put the tunic on David and put all a bronze helmet on his head. Now, I just want to ask you this. When you are fighting your Dolayat, what would you put in your Someone is trying to put on armor on you, put a helmet on you, put a tunic on you, put the entire armor on you. What did David realize in this? That he couldn't go to battle dressed in someone else's armor. Today, I want you to ask and write this. Jane, can you put it down here? You can never fight your Goliath with someone else's armor. This is a powerful word. Amen to that. Okay? Because he wasn't used to it. Obviously, David was never used to that armor. He was used the way he was. Okay? In fact, he couldn't even move in it when he was, he was in that. He took off Saul's armor, grabbed his shepherd's staff, and gathered five smooth stones and a slingshot, armed with only those familiar items. He approached the giant. Now, this is in 1 Samuel chapter 17, 37 to 40. Remember, I'm not reading into that because it is, it is basically the whole idea of this teaching was not to be dressed in someone else's armor. When Goliath made fun of David, trying to intimidate him, David responded with a knowing that God would give him victory over the giant. Now, again, I want to share with you, when your Goliath is speaking to you and saying, I am going to defeat you, many times the devil comes into your mind and says, you are defeated, Savio, you're a loser. You are defeated, nothing. God won't love you. And someone speaks to you, okay? Thank you, Jane. Uh, someone is speaking to you. What did David go and do at that point? And this is important when you have a Goliath in your life, okay? When Goliath made fun of David, trying to intimidate him and make fun of him, David responded with a word. He spoke it out and said, my God would give him victory over the giant. This is a spoken word of David. Are you getting this, Abhi? Yes. So when you are having a Goliath speaking to you, you cannot keep that mouth zipped up. You have to open it and speak the scripture over that situation is what God is telling me. Immediately as I go through this, the Holy Spirit is giving me a verse. Take it quickly. A Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 28 is about speaking a scripture. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Jeremiah 23, verse 28. I hope you learn this. Never go to battle dressed in someone else's armor, especially when you're fighting Goliath. The prophet who has a dream may report his dream, but let him who has my word speak my word truthfully. Okay, that's, that's actually the point. Uh, let him who has my word speak my word truthfully. What does straw have in common with grain, declares the Lord. But my point is, he says in the next word, is my word not like fire? Are you getting Yes. So it's the word of God that has power. He says, my word, speak my word truthfully. Now, what did David do? He truthfully spoke God's word. Did God say defeat is in your hand? Or did he say, I will win? You would win. Okay. You go empowered in Christ's name. You can do all things 
because Christ has empowered you. Can you yes. use that scripture, Philippians 4.13? Yes. In a situation when your Goliath is speaking to you? Yes. I'm truly empowered by Christ and I'm going to win. Are you getting? Yes. So it is, it is how you speak that you are enabling your situation to change. Okay. David spoke over Goliath and he spoke God's word over him. God's word is faithful. Okay. And we need to start speaking this, all of us. Young David then went on to do what no one could think he could do. The slingshot Goliath had once laughed and laughed at. He launched a single stone, we all know, that struck and killed him. And the Israelites defeated the Philistines that day. Okay. This is 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 40, 46 to 51. The whole 1 Samuel 17 is a full teaching okay, about David and Goliath. But the whole thing today was David defeated Goliath. But had he to be true to himself, he had to be true to himself in order to do so. Now, had he to go, my question to you all here and Savio especially, is had he to try to go to battle in Saul's armor, he wouldn't have the same he wouldn't be able to have used the weapons he was familiar with. Is that true? Yes. He may, ha may have, uh, his ways may have been unusual to others, okay, from where he operated. But they worked because God was with him. Now, is God with us in every situation of our life? Yes, absolutely. And that is true for you and me. If we have our Goliaths, it could be in the form of a boss. It could be in the form of our own children. It could be a form of our own spouses. It could be in a form of our enemies who come as Goliath to us and waiting and laughing at us and, and saying, you're a doormat, I'm going to stamp on you. It could be our own colleagues in office who make fun of us. It could be the Goliaths in your life who keep on coming in. But your word that you leave from your mouth is important because you speak over them, things will change. Today, Brother Newton gave a wonderful testimony. He spoke and commanded the spirit to stop in the name of Jesus. And immediately that spirit left that lady and left the door. How many of you heard that testimony? Have you heard it, right? Yes, yes. Things changed. Why it happened? Because he spoke a word. Spoke word. He spoke God's word over that situation. The spirit had to leave. It was an evil spirit. It was trying to disrupt. Whenever you try to do a prayer meeting or try to do something, there's the evil around trying to disturb it. But Christ has already won that battle. The name of Jesus is more powerful than the devil. The devil was defeated forever. When you take the name Jesus, there's power. And when you speak it in faith, things change. The devil made a loud noise and left away. My point is, when you speak God's word, today you've seen this in word, in verse 28. And the 29, he says, is my word not like fire? Of course, fire will burn, right? If you carry yes. fire somewhere, it will burn you or not? Yes. Okay. And straight in Hebrews 4.12, he says, what he says, the word of God is like a sword. Okay. Isn't a word like a sword? Yes. So it's very important that we realize the word of God is so powerful. Okay. Always remember that you cannot defeat your Goliath with Saul's armor on. Can you write this also? Sorry. Jane, I want you to write this because it's important. All, you cannot defeat your Goliath. Now your Goliath could be any problem of your life with Saul's armor on. Saul's armor means someone putting an armor on you. You can go only the way you're comfortable with God's word. Had he to wear Saul's armor, could he defeat Goliath? No. Okay, but he went with God with his slingshot and went with the plan which God had given him. God was with him. He won. Are you getting? Yes. 
so the point here is you cannot use someone else's abilities someone else's personality or resources to accomplish what you need to do in life you must be true to your own self and this is all we are preaching today you have to be true to you because only you know yourself even your spouse may not know you, your children may not know you, your parent may not know you but only you know who you are is that true sir yes true again i repeat you cannot use someone else's abilities someone else's personality or try to imitate someone or or resources of someone else to accomplish what you need to do in life you can only do it because you must be true to your own self because only you know yourself learning to be yourself is essential for any kind of victory in life and you got to be yourself the way you are the moment you realize you are unique and you are god's most beautiful creation the way you are things start changing others may not understand your uniqueness but god does and all that matters is that god does sabhi so, do you agree yes completely even if people make fun of you and say sabhi you are like this you are like that who cares because people may say anything i am not living for people i'm living for what god said about me and if his word says i'm unique and he's created me wonderfully that's what matters for me yes stop waiting for what people tell you because you're waiting for one word what if some or someone says you look ugly you look horrible what will happen to you then be more like you will never be happy you love self image we did another topic called self image you'll be totally you'll be totally down you'll think oh my god it's such this way i don't look good at all why yes. because someone else's word has power over you yes i get it me yes break and cancel those words in the name of jesus galatians 3:13 any kind of people who people's opinions don't matter what matters others may may not understand you and they don't understand you that's fine they may make fun of you that's fine that's their problem but god does and that is only thing that matters for us okay you may have you have so much to give to the world and now it's a time to begin doing it you may have not decided to do it because all this time people have put you down and said you are no good you can't do anything you can you can't preach you can't teach you can't do anything you can't share god's word with someone else you're not good and you're not talented this is what the world told you because you waited for people to tell you what they felt about you and that became your world that you're not good but today god is telling you you're good jeremiah 29:11 take me there says god loves you he has a plan and his plan is for your perfection why don't you make a prayer say lord let your will be done in my life let not my will but your will because you know why you created me even i don't know why i am created but you know why you brought me into this world and let your plan and your purpose for me be fulfilled in my life because i know you have you will give me a future full of a full of hope and a future full of prosperity because you have want me to be prosperous you have plans for my prosperity and not for my disaster which the devil keeps saying the future will be disaster that's why people go to all these you know people who tell the future and ask them how's my future going to be that's the worst thing to do if you are gone to any of those things ask for repentance imagine if someone like that tells you your future and says your future is a total darkness disasters in your life what will happen to you sir tell me you know there is you back in india there are those people who read the palms and hands yeah. i don't know if you know yeah yeah and many of these people around you know she said why don't you get your hand read by somebody you know yeah. they will tell you the truth and if they tell you they tell properly what will happen mm. this year that and i've i've seen people who they tell sometimes you know that you know you'll die after 13 years or 10 years or 5 years 
And those people are living in fear because they are like only five years remaining. Who told you five years? Oh, that fellow was random. Now my point is, you know, how does that man know that he is going to live for the next twenty years? Whoever is telling the future, are you getting? Yes. So if that man does not know his future, how can he tell your future? Correct. So the truth is, let us not fall for these kind of things, and let us love God. And today I am going to ask you and conclude is. When is the next time you're going to have an ice cream with yourself? When's the next time you're going to tell, take yourself out for a date with your own self? And that's the time you'll truly realize that there's something wonderful in yourself. Because all this time has gone by, you don't, you've forgotten yourself and lived only for other people, and and lived as per the wishes and opinions of others, and you never looked at yourself in the mirror and realized. You are wonderful. I would say, good. Your go look your yourself in the mirror and thank God the way He made you. And when you have your ice cream, thank you Jesus for this wonderful ice cream we are having together. It's not you and me; it's me. I'm having it. I hope this topic has really helped you because this is what the Lord wanted me to. I don't preach on something like this. It's always something different, more heavily scripture based. But God said, no, just be you, and that's what He said. i want you to be you and today as we close in prayer our prayer is going to be to love god first it's going to be again a different kind of prayer a prayer to love god first okay sabhi ko apni dear heavenly lord heavenly lord dear heavenly lord dear heavenly lord let me love you above all things let me love you above all things above all people above all people let my heart seek you first let my heart seek you first as you are life as you are life you are love you are love let me not demand from anyone let me not demand from anyone what you alone can give me what you alone can give me eternal confidence and peace eternal confidence and peace come from you alone come from you alone let me not ask anyone let me not ask anyone to grant me the promises to grant me the promises that come only from your grace that come only from your grace let my heart understand let my heart understand that in loving you first that in loving you first i can love others more i can love others more for those that hunger and thirst for those that hunger and thirst have nothing left to give have nothing left to give fill me with your holy spirit fill me with your holy spirit make my inner life abundant make my inner life abundant so i can love as you love so i can love as you love giving my life giving my life totally to you totally to you 
and asking nothing in return. And asking nothing in return. Even though I failed and sinned. Even though I have failed and sinned. You called out to me. You called out to me. Your goodness drew me in. Your goodness drew me in. Let me love you first, O Lord. Let me love you first, O Lord. Above all other things. Above all other things. And I will truly love myself. And I will truly love myself. I make this prayer. I make this prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I hope this teaching has helped all of you. Please share it with others. It's something about loving yourself. Remember, the whole thing is just be you. Okay? And have that ice cream. Make time for yourself. And have a wonderful life with yourself. And love yourself for the rest of your life. Truly. God bless. And thank you, Savio. Thank you, Vivek. Thank you, everyone. God bless you. Take care. Bye. God bless.